What if I told you there are things that you are doing right now subconsciously, you're not even aware of them, they're impacting your ability to either be successful in your business or not be successful in your business. And these are things that, frankly, if you don't tend to them, if you don't work on them, they will sabotage you simply because they are ingrained in you. We are talking about the six human needs on today's podcast. This was coined by Tony Robbins. We're going to dig in and talk about how this impacts you, what you can do about it, and the best way to make sure it does not train wreck and take you off course for meeting your business goals. Let's get to it. Hey friend, welcome to the Small Business Finance Podcast. Do you want confidence and clarity with your business finances? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for tax deductions, how to track your business finances, or for QuickBooks tips? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals, but you end up feeling confused and frustrated because accounting and tax is really foreign? Hi, I'm Tiffany. I've heard this so many times from clients who used to feel this way. They felt overwhelmed about what to do with their numbers and wish that they could stop the financial madness. They wanted clarity and the ability to grasp the financial basics, know who to call when they had a question and to stop worrying about owing money to the IRS, but they thought they weren't good with numbers and the overwhelm kept them stuck without any solid financial plan until they realized that business systems are the ticket to gaining financial confidence. In this podcast, you will learn step-by-step systems, easy to understand financial tips and mindset transformation so that you will gain financial confidence as an entrepreneur. Dust off your spreadsheet, warm up your coffee and let's get going. Admittedly, I had never heard of the six human needs until almost a year ago. And my coach was talking about the six human needs and how it's really, they impact everything that you do in life, literally everything. They are so ingrained in you. Oftentimes things that were ingrained in you in childhood. I know we hear that a lot. So your childhood and how things as a child impact you as an adult. The reality, though, is it's true. They talk about brain development in children and how the first few years, I don't remember the actual number, but something like the first few years of a child's life, maybe five years or something like that, are so impactful for that person that literally that drives everything for the rest of that person's life. So there's a reason why you hear so much about healing your inner child and healing the wounds from your childhood and things like that. It's a coin phrase. It's something that you hear a lot of, or I hear a lot about it in recent years. I'm sure you have as well. But the reality is those things in your childhood don't have to actually dictate you as an adult if you know how to dig in and fix them. Now, I will put this caveat out there. I'm not an expert in healing your childhood wounds and healing your inner child by any stretch of the imagination. What I am going to talk about today is my own experience, things that I am working on, things that have been relevant to me, because I believe that they are also relevant to you. And if you listen, have an open mind, and really, I would also recommend doing your own research and understanding the six human needs and dig in. There's no way that on this podcast today that I can explain all the things that I can talk about every different scenario. And that's not my point. 
My point is to bring awareness to something that most likely is impacting you and is impacting your ability as a business owner to achieve your goals. So with that said, <laughs> let's dive in because I want to share this. It's pretty fascinating to think about that there are six human needs. These are six things that we all need. Those six things are certainty, uncertainty or variety, significance. The fourth is connection or love. The fifth is growth. And the last is contribution. So certainty is going to be the assurance that you can avoid pain and gain pleasure. Basically, certainty is one is your core need. So to back up a little bit, there are two main needs. So of the six, the two that most likely one of these two you are dominant in is either certainty or significance. The others most likely are not your core need. You have one core need and then the others just support that core need. And this one core need overarches and very much is dominant compared to the other ones. Back to certainty. Basically, it's your need to feel secure and safe about the future. You're going to seek positive recognition. It may be accompanied by the need for authentic recognition. And in order to continue doing what you're doing, you need whoever is recognizing you to feel like they really it. Basically, in order to live a life full of certainty, your life has to stay the same, which is impossible. That does not happen. If you've lived life at all for more than two seconds, you know that life changes. Things are constantly changing. We live in a dynamic universe that nothing stays the same. So if your primary need is certainty, which by the way, mine is, that is my primary need of certainty, then essentially what happens is you look for ways to control your environment. And that could be controlling other people, which would obviously be an unhealthy way of getting that need for certainty. This could be a whole lot of other hosts of things that could be negative. Some of the things that you can tell if certainty is your core need is basically you enjoy planning, you thrive on a schedule, you're really organized. I'm an accountant by trade, so I'm sure it's not shocking to anyone listening to this right now. <laughs> certainty is such a big deal for me. There's a reason I'm in the industry that I'm in. It's because I really like being organized and have a schedule. I remember as a child, you would go in my closet and all of my shoes would be perfectly aligned, toe to heel, it, right angles. Everything was just perfection. My friends used to make fun of me because they'd go in and they'd be like, are you serious? Like, it's okay. It doesn't have to be perfect in your closet. I would go into the bathroom. I shared a bathroom with my siblings, my sister, and my brother. And if the hand towel in the bathroom was not perfectly folded, it would send me into a tailspin. I've come a long way. I'm proud to say that now I do not have to have my shoes perfect. The hand towel, I really could care less these days. A lot of that changed with children. <laughs> All parents in the house said amen because children will absolutely impact your need for controlling every single aspect of your life. But that is one of the things is that you really like for things to be perfect. So you can, as a person that needs certainty, you can fall into addictive or obsessive behaviors. And essentially what you have to do is make sure that you have activities that you enjoy that push you a little bit out of your comfort zone, 
You essentially have to incorporate healthy and empowering routines in your life and make sure that you are looking for ways to fulfill the need for certainty in a healthy way. In business, I will say, I am, I have a big goal this year for growing my business and I'm working towards that. And there's various things that go into it, right? You've got marketing and sales and making sure you have the right staff and making sure that staff is trained. There's just a lot of things that go into growing a business. And frankly, that's pretty uncertain. (laughs) The need for, especially when you talk about hiring, hiring can be challenging, finding the right person that fits with the culture and that has the right skill set. And for me, that interacts with clients in a way that they need and desire. And there's just so much that goes into it. And that can feel really uncertain, the thought of hiring and training. But if I don't embrace the fact that's going to feel uncomfortable and that will be uncertain, but don't embrace it and, and uh, agree that I am okay with feeling that uncomfortableness, with the fact that maybe I'll hire someone that won't be the right fit and I have to make an adjustment. Or maybe it will create other challenges in me. I'm going to have to grow in a way to be able to handle this company growth that I want. Me personally, I have to grow, which is uncomfortable. That is not certain. I don't know what that looks like. That's not some sort of a straight path where I have a step one, two, three, four, and five, and this is exactly how it's going to look. That is what my desire for certainty wants, is to know that I have a step one, two, three, four, and five. That's not, uh, it just doesn't work that way. And so you really have to embrace it and be comfortable with the uncomfortable. So that's certainty. The second human need, the core human need, is significance. So certainty and significance are the main ones. We'll talk about the kind of sub-categories of the six human needs that aren't dominant in just a second. I'll briefly talk about those. But significance is the feeling of importance, being unique, special, or needed. If you think about the definition of significance, that's exactly what it is. It's feeling like you matter. So. Basically, what someone that their core need of significance is, it's their need to be seen, heard, and listened to, being noticed. Someone that their core human need of significance needs to be noticed. With significance, just like with certainty, there are positive ways to fulfill that need, and there are ways that you can sabotage that. And you have to make sure that the ways that you are sabotaging this need for significance, that you work on those and you focus on the ones that are healthy. Ways that you could be sabotaging that is, from a relationship perspective, is dating the wrong person, sometimes marrying the wrong person, that they made you feel really significant in a really unhealthy way. Maybe you argue a lot. And so you have this dynamic in your relationship and maybe even with your staff and in your business where you're argumentative because then you can win and you can feel significance because you've won the argument. That would be a really unhealthy way to gain that need for significance. Another way that this need for significance plays out in an unhealthy way is surrounding yourself with people who are less skilled or less accomplishment 
or have less accomplishments because then essentially you are highlighted. You look like the hero and they look like the zero. That would also be a very unhealthy way of gaining this need for significance. Essentially, if this is your core need, if you are highly driven to be successful and love setting and reaching goals, sometimes trying to figure out if it's certainty or or significance is confusing, I would recommend journaling or like really sitting and pondering and thinking about this because it's easy to confuse the two because like for me, I love achieving goals and I'm very goal-oriented and driven and successful in all these things, but that's not my primary need. I don't need for someone to tell me how amazing I am. It's nice, of course, to hear. I don't need that in life. Certainty is absolutely not. So you have to like really consider and think about this and think about it before you decide which one is yours. But you also, if this if significance is your core need, you're typically committed to a cause, sometimes several causes. My husband, his primary need is significance, which it doesn't, doesn't surprise me that if mine is certainty that most likely his is significance, because if we both had the same one, that would be a problem <laughs> in the dynamics of a relationship. That for him, he volunteers at church a lot. He loves volunteering. He's on um, various committees of the church. He actually goes out. They, he started a committee where widows and elderly that need help, maybe cleaning their roof or doing a repair in their house. He helps a couple whose wife is in a wheelchair, he went and built them a wheelchair ramp. Doing that, while it's really a positive thing, and I know those people very much appreciated it, appreciated it, it also enabled him to feel significant. And so you can see how our actions are impacting these things. So in order to fulfill the need for significance in a healthy way, you want to make sure that you are Leaning into those healthy ways, like my husband, volunteering at the church, doing something that helps other people. That's a really positive thing. Being really argumentative and feeling like you have to win and all these kind of things. Even competitiveness can lean into that significance. And not if you don't leave that in check, then that could be a problem. Where if you're really competitive, you love playing games, but everybody else has to lose. And if you don't win, you're mad and angry and it's a problem. That obviously would not be a healthy way to fill the need for significance. So if you really think about this and the impact it could have on your business, and I would recommend just thinking about this and really observing yourself, not in a way that makes you feel guilty, because that's not the point of this, is to make you feel guilty by any means. The point of this is to be aware, because then you can catch yourself in these things that maybe aren't as healthy and then make changes. That's really the key to all of this is being aware and then making these changes because these small changes and actions really add up. So the other four human needs that aren't as dominant, uncertainty or variety. So basically the need for unknown change and new stimuli, someone that's addicted to drugs. I would say, is very much leaning into that need for variety and uncertainty. And it is really filling that need for constant change. You never really know what you're going to get. The The world is different every day because you're addicted to something that really throws your life into chaos. The other is connection or love, a strong feeling of closeness, 
or a union with someone or something. Growth, an expansion of capacity, capability, or understanding. And then lastly, contribution, a sense of service, really focusing on helping other people. Again, I know that I've really scratched the surface on the six human needs, but I wanted to talk about this because I feel like it's something that you don't hear a lot about. And you may have never even heard about it, but it might open the door and the opportunity to learn new things, discover a new part of you, and analyze and see how it's either inhibiting your ability to grow your business or how you can leverage it and really grow your business in a way that is amazing because you've leaned into this need for certainty. You've leaned in this need for significance and finding really healthy ways to be okay with that. And conversely, really being okay with not having that certainty or not having the significance and allowing other people to do it. Life is all about balance. And again, we live in a dynamic universe, so it's ever-changing. We are ever-changing. We are ever-evolving. That learning more about your needs, your desires, and then being able to tap into that is powerful. So I hope you've learned something in today's episode. If you have, I would love it if you would share this episode with someone that you think would also enjoy this episode because most likely they have never heard of this either and they may learn something new. So if your need is significant, you could be the hero. <laughs> anyway, I share it with someone that you think would enjoy it. Leave me a five-star review if you would. It helps get the word out about my podcast where other people can learn more about their business about their small business finance, about all these things that really can be very complex as business owners. And with that said, thank you so much. As always, I very much appreciate you being here and I cannot wait until next time. 